Hi, everybody. Welcome to Glitchy Pancakes, real talk about the world of fandom. I'm Allie. I'm Rob. I'm Jesse. And on today's episode, we are going to once again attempt to destroy your Tubi Red pile. Yes, um, along with take up tons of your other time with whatever else type of entertainment people want to talk about. Because nothing else is important. That's right. That's right. So are you guys having the same trouble that I am with uh, with basically the world right now where you're trying to deal with the dumpster fire ending ish, the refucking of June, <laughs> uh, January 6th. And then now uh, things are calming and I'm actually feeling like I'm having a harder time concentrating. Yeah. I am more emotional. I forget everything. <laughs> yeah. Total executive dysfunction can't get a damn thing done uh yeah it's yeah. really feels like a, I'm, I'm chalking it up to adrenaline crash i mean just after the last god knows how long it's actually been that things have been so intensely bad um that now it's like well, you kind of let go of that just for a second and you're like okay maybe things are going to start to get better and then just completely fall off a cliff and crash as a result yeah I was actually talking to a friend and we were discussing um, uh, how, how the human brain works in survival mode and what happens when you see the end coming. You know uh, what I mean? Like finally seeing that there could be an end to it. The, the White House does not have a complete paranoid narcissist in charge and there's a vaccine being rolled out slowly, but it's being rolled out. Yeah. And so I see that end somewhere down the line. But yeah, it's like my brain gave up. So right. I think this is where I live now. So um, I will, but, I will, that's why we've got so much. I mean, that's that's why we're doing what we're doing today, because entertainment has been massively important, like especially throughout the whole pandemic. But I know that's like that's what's been keeping me afloat is mm-hmm. having good stuff to read and watch and play lately. Exactly. I woke up this morning. So that was a start. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've been feeling a little down. So people were like, you should work out, man. I was like, that's a great idea. So I put on music and I started lifting weights. And then like, I can still feel myself being down, but I feel a little stronger while I'm down. My body's okay. So for right now, it's stuck on all the wood. But so, I mean, yeah, I, 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 there's that whiplash. And then there's that, you know, survivors survivors guilt you know that everybody's having right now and there's that you know people still kind of getting itchy um you know it's 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 rough it's tough but that's why we like to jump into books and manga and anime and we like to get into our hobbies and mm-hmm. and kind of escape from it for a little bit and it helps it's really it's, it's therapy it really is it gets, yeah. it's, we, we've talked about this before many times on our show it helps really us true. find a center somewhere in the thing. And you know what? Before we even get to this, I'm going to let everybody here know whatever your thing is, your fandom, if it's healthy and you enjoy it, never let anybody shame you for enjoying that. Okay. Yeah, people you are allowed to like things. Right. <laughs> and never, and never, and never let anybody tell you, oh, no, that comic or that's for somebody else that's not for you you wouldn't like that don't let them keep you at the gate kick that shit down and read what you want to read like what you like unapologetically yeah especially right now because that's you know all this the stuff that people put so much time into creating 
I'm super grateful to them for having done that work because I can't do a damn thing myself right now. So if I'm going to even be able to just pass the time, I'm relying on <laughs> the the work that other people have done in the past to make this right. stuff available to us. So mm-hmm. thanks yeah. to folks who make cool stuff. That's right. right. And we're going to yeah. try to, we're going to try to get a lot of your names out there and, and we're mm-hmm. going to try to, you know, get you recognized more, at least do the small part that we can do so you can keep creating things that make us happy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, what do you got? Uh, what have you been uh, getting into, Rob? What are your what things would you like to recommend to the folks? Um, well, I'm the I'm the I'm the biggest nerd of the group here. <laughs> the three, maybe depends I'm, on which lens you're using. Right. But yes, depending on, depending on which fandom <laughs> lens you're using. Right. Um, I, I've been having just every other discussion with my friends about about the basics, about you know Marvel comics, about comics and manga and, and anime and star wars and all of that other kind of stuff but um, um as far as like doing things i've been building my model gundams which they're Ooh. like eight bucks a piece the small ones these are the uh these kits are the let me see here they're the um gosh where is it there it is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. These are they're the Bandai Spirits for two ninety nine. It's a Shining Gundam one I have. Um, I've been watching anime um, and been watching some HBO Max thanks to an angel who's helped me out. Um, <laughs> I've been watching a uh, God of High School. Uh, just reading X Factor comments because I want Marvel to make X Factor movies. It has a lot of good, cool characters. Um, Are they considering doing that? Like, have you heard anything? About that? <laughs> no, I have not heard of anything. The only thing that I heard of recently was that um, there was going to be a Superman reboot happening with um, probably oh, yeah. one of the most talented writers around. Yes. That was super exciting to hear about. You're talking about... Um, so it's, it, there's two writers. I'm not sure exactly what their roles are, but this is the one where J.J. Abrams is involved in it, but also Ta-Nehisi Coates. Ta-Nehisi Coates, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's what got me excited because I'm like, I'm not going to jump on the hate on J.J. Abrams train right now, but uh, like, you know, he's had some hits and misses. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, but uh, yeah, Coates, I have not yeah. run across anything of his that I don't like. He's a right. just, his writing is so smart and thoughtful and careful. Um, is, is it, I, yeah. He, uh, he's a person, he's a person that I, I would love to have on the show uh, dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and B, I think that I could sit down and talk with him. He can teach me something that I'll hold that I'll be able to teach my kids, you know, mm-hmm. um, he's just all around talent. And uh, I can't, that besides that, you see what happens when I start talking about comics and something. Yeah. See, let's, let's move on by the way. You back up. <laughs> Um, uh, he hooked up with Googler. Okay. Anyway, but anyway, um, yeah, I've been doing that. And there's a documentary on Netflix I've been checking out called as called Age of Samurai: Battle for Japan. It's not for children. Um, they actually have some Japanese historians on there too, so that's cool. Not just like some dude from California who took a couple of <laughs> classes or something in college. You know, actually, that actual Japanese people who actually know about the culture grew up around it. Um, but it's it's fascinating to see everything how everything plays out, and I'm probably the biggest video game player in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse can pro- he probably would beat me in some games. I don't know, Jesse. I don't know. 
Allie, do you play games at all? I don't even know if Allie plays games. I only really play. Board so games? you're a board game. Oh, I'm a board gamer. You're a giant board, board game nerd. She's, she's a board um, gamer. So yeah, and I play on my Switch. That so counts. Just and she has a Switch. Things, but, Wait, yeah. you have a Switch? Okay, we got this. Okay, yeah. you got to send me your friend code. Oh, okay, I can do that. Oh, what? <laughs> See the things we discover here? Yes. So there's this game <laughs> that I'm hoping to come to Switch very soon. That I've been playing on my PlayStation Four called Genshin Impact. It reminds me of. Breath of the Wild, it's that like Ooh. I guess cell shade style graphics, mm-hmm. um, and it's a uh, kind of open world, and I'm just kind of getting into it. But it's a, uh, it's grindy, it's fun. You get prizes, you get characters. Um, it's really, really anime like. I think the name of the group that actually makes it is called Okoto Save the World. Okay, all right. Oh no, Otaku save Otaku Otaku save the world. Where did that come from? What no, the- where that came from is where- I, that's why we talk about what we talked about at the beginning here. Mike. But that was basically that was a long disclaimer we were giving, like whatever might dribble or fall out of our mouths over the course of the next little bit. Yeah. Have a, yeah, just forgive us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> impact sounds really cool. we'll, we'll also put uh i forgot to mention earlier that we will put links like uh, we'll, we'll even if it's not direct links to stuff we'll definitely list the stuff we're talking about so that you'll get to look in the show notes and and you could always come to my twitter page and ask me and i'll tell you i'll direct you i will hold your hand and take you to the nerd <laughs> promised land and show you where to go and give you the recommendations and shoot you some links to, get, to buy the merch and then hopefully they'll cut me a check for promoting this. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, but I'll it. take you there. I'll take you to the nerd promise land. We will take you to the nerd promise land. That's what we're actually doing. I just realized, Rob, we should be talking constantly about all of the stuff that you you uh, recommend that we end up buying, like the lighting and the green screens. Oh, so, and yeah, you absolutely. sent me a completely badass light box, and I've been taking photographs oh, of all yeah. types of cool stuff. Yeah. So um, and it looks amazing. I'm um, so, so, happy so that's you know, we can get Rob a, um, uh, some sponsorship deals going. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a nice product recommendation blog. I mean, eventually people, right. oh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll realize yeah. You're, that you actually use the products. Yeah. I, I'm using yeah. them right now. They're fantastic. Uh, so, Allie, you actually, now, this, go, she right. actually recommended this uh, mic that I'm using. I had one before. Oh, yeah. This HyperX mic that she got that I'm using right now is fantastic. That wasn't, I'm not sponsored by them. We're not sponsored by them. I'm just saying. That yeah, but if you would I, like I to call like, us. Right. I actually like the product yeah. and it looks cool. It, it looks does. Cool. <laughs> and it's so cool. It glows red. Um, you know, HyperX, if you do want to contact us and maybe <laughs> sponsor us and we will use yeah. your equipment repeatedly, that would be cool. If you make a camera, that would be also cool. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to, out of the kindness of my heart, because it's a nice product and I use it, we're going to, I'm going to put a link in the show notes nice. to this particular mic, because it's a great mic. I love it. Um, As of now, we are not, none of these things that we recommend are sponsored. This is purely out of our love of the product. And if you want to go to Twitter, if you want to go to Twitter and say, hey, check these people out <laughs> and get all your friends to do the same thing. I'm not going to be mad about that. I'm not going to be mad about that. Their sales go up. Fine. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and so I totally derailed your recommendations. So yeah, I was <laughs> still impact. I was still, re- I was still yeah. recommending. Well, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. We, were still, we were still there. We never said that we were only going to recommend entertainment <laughs> things. You can also enter or, or recommend products. Yes. I'm not going to recommend services. I'm not going to recommend you go buy pops because that's going to cost you a lot of money. I, I only have a few and I, dude, I got to dust them off. It's just a lot of work. It's a lot of work pops and action figures. They're a lot of work. Anyway, Genshin Impact <laughs> is a very fun game. <laughs> Genshin Impact is a very fun game. Um, I've been enjoying it. Um, one day I'm going to talk to you, to everybody about Ghost of Tsushima. After. Oh yeah, we still need to do that. We still have to talk about that. But um, if you guys want to hear um, any more about uh video games uh from us uh and you know if you're interested in some of the things that we play let us know and we'll give you some of the recommendations of some of the things that we play and we have played and we think about them and we'll do some shows on them come on in listen to us yes we will so yeah i'm sorry jesse i apologize no no no. (laughs) that's i just wanted to see that that, that's a good list and i'm particularly interested in that uh age of samurai documentary because there i know there are a lot of people who have a ton of interest in like that that part of japanese culture and that sounds like something where you know get a good historical basis for it right um, which is good a lot of times people don't tend to do that with you know especially with like older um cultures is they'll kind of go with what's what hollywood has done with them and not pay much attention to the actual history and really learn about it so that's this this document this document um this uh this doc doesn't uh it doesn't shy away from hard things and it doesn't romanticize the samurai. Right. It doesn't it talks about this is what they did. This is what we've have from written history, and this is what we and then when they speculate something, they'll they'll tell you we speculate that this is what happened. But um we this is kind of what we're guessing happened at the time because it's right for the period. But yep. um it's it's pretty good. It's not. It's not for kids. It's not. It's not for kids. <laughs> okay. yep. Glad you mentioned. <laughs> not for children. Well, okay. um, I got a few too. If that was was that your list? Oh yeah, that is. I'm done. <laughs> that is my list. Cool. Thank you Thanks. for listening. That is my list. I appreciate. <laughs> it. Um, well, I've been watching uh, since the last time we did one of these. The main thing, I think, probably my favorite thing that I've uh, seen. Um, I'm gonna do a little uh, TV show, some books, some movies. My favorite thing that I've seen is probably Star Trek Discovery, because mm. um, I've been a Star Trek fan for a long time. Uh, Next Generation is my is was really what got me into it. That used to be appointment television for me when I was a kid. You know, mm-hmm. back when streaming didn't exist yet, right? Um, like had to be there to watch it, and it was a huge impact on me. Um, and I've never I've watched some of the you know I've watched uh, Voyager and Deep Space Nine and some of the other um, related shows. And, you know, there, of course, there's been movies and stuff, but I've never have quite gotten found anything that I felt like lived up to or had the same the same feel and the same good things about it as Next Generation. Um, Just personal preference of mine. Discovery, it has been scratching that itch. Um, It is it's a beautifully shot show like the the, uh, effects and visuals. Some of the first stuff I noticed about it is the art direction is just it's gorgeously done um really really well shot the effects are very much updated for you know since next generation was on um 
but the way they do the storytelling, that's that's what I like most about it. I think the characters are very quickly compelling. They're they're well drawn. They're characters that you want to see episode after episode. Like you want to check in and see what they're up to, um, which is cool. And they also have um, the sort of episodic feel to it. You know, kind of like a conundrum of the week sort of uh, thing in a lot of the episodes. A lot like right. Next Generation used to do. But it has a bigger overarching storyline that goes through um, not just each season, but actually through all three seasons that are that that exist so far. Um, and that's some of the stuff I like best about. I know I keep going back to Next Generation, but like the the multi part Borg episodes, for example, those were oh yes, yeah. epic. Those were fantastic when they, they got to track a story over multiple episodes. And this format, the way they're writing uh, Discovery, lets them really explore a story over the course of seasons. Um, and they, they have the same sort of like they deal with complex issues of ethics and morality. And uh, it's just it's really got everything. Uh, plus, you know, great action scenes. It's, it's a really well-balanced show. Uh, I, I'm loving it a lot. So that's on CBS All Access. Um, I believe they have a like a 30 day free trial or something like that if you don't have it. And anybody who likes Star Trek stuff as much as I do, probably, I mean, you, <laughs> we're not going to say whether you should or shouldn't keep CBS All Access after watching that. But even though there's three seasons of Discovery, you'd probably make it through it in, in 30 days because it's, <laughs> it's pretty addictive. Because <laughs> um, that's my favorite show to watch. Um, and starting on Picard also, but haven't gotten that far into it yet. Uh, but yeah, Star Trek Discovery, really love it. Um, Can I just well, make a comment about Picard? So I, I'm only a little ways into it as well, um, and I am very much enjoying it. But I think my favorite thing is actually the the um, opening, um, the the intro scenes, like all of the the weird. Um, I don't know. They, it almost looks like DNA twisting, and then it's got oh. light things coming this way, and it just it's beautiful. So <laughs> if yeah. nothing else, watch that part because it's. I have cool. not seen Picard yet. Okay. He's got my favorite part is his dog, <laughs> big old adorable meatball of a pit bull. Like I just love that dog. And he calls him number one. It's the best. I know the name too. When he called it number one, I was like, oh my god, did they really do that? <laughs> yes, they did. It's so cute. Sorry. Okay, um, I had a moment. <laughs> uh, so okay, so uh, books. What I've been reading. The most recent thing that I've read is I started the Founders trilogy by Robert Jackson Bennett. Um, this is fantasy, which that's, it's different than anything I've read in quite a while. Um, there's two of the three books out so far. The first one is called Foundry Side and the second one's called Shorefall. Um, third one's not out yet, but no need to wait for the third one. Go ahead and get the first two, I would say. Mm. Um, a lot of great things about this. It has one of the more interesting magic systems I've ever seen designed. Um, it's a very intricate thing where, uh, it's it's basically this system of magical writing whereby the people can people who are talented enough to, to use it well can convince objects physical objects um to behave in ways that defy realities like like like, like you can convince for example a sword that it's several times heavier than it actually is and then it behaves Ooh. that way Ooh, that's um, cool okay that's neat it really is and he's he uh robert jackson bennett thought it out very very carefully and it's really neat and he's, he's there's sometimes a, a bit of exposition um just to kind of keep you up with like what are they what are the people plotting and planning here um but it, they, it, there's a good bit of exposition but it doesn't get in the way um 
because there's also a ton of action. It starts off, Boundary Side starts off dropping you right into the middle of a heist, basically. Um, it's, it likes to keep the action going. The pacing's really good. Um, characters are memorable and, and they're ones you can identify with quickly. You, you know, pretty quickly begin to understand them as people and actually, you know, you get invested pretty quickly. Um, and there's ancient mysteries and a very interesting landscape of a city. Um, and again, that great magic system. Um, I, I think I burned through those two books faster than anything I've read in a while. Just, they really do catch you. Like they, they passed my, you know, the, the, the test that I have for books I really like, which is, did I stay up too late and, uh, reading it? And also <laughs> was I still thinking about it during work the next day? Cause nice. if it bleeds over till the next day and I'm, I'm, at work and still thinking, oh, what are they? Oh, that was an interesting plot they were coming up with. I wonder if that's going to work. Like if I, if that stuff's happening, I'm like, okay, yeah, this book got me. <laughs> um, so yeah, founder series, Robert Jackson Bennett recommend that. Um, what else have we got? Oh, um, movies. So I, there are these two directors, they work together, um, Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson. And they're the stuff they have put out. It's never been like, you know, major theater releases so far, at least. But if you know their stuff, you know that it is it is way above the quality level that you that it has any right to be based on like the relatively limited budget and distribution. They know how to do something to do quite a lot with a little. Um, so I just finished watching their most recent movie, which is called Synchronic. Um, I'm not going to go into the plot of it or anything because it's kind of got some you know twists and turns. I don't want to give away, but it's really really smart science fiction. Um, but with a, a definitely a strong human element. Anthony Mackie is in it, does a fantastic job in the lead role. Um, and, and that's, it's, it's a great mind twisting kind of thing, but with a strong emotional element too. Like it doesn't get, their movies don't tend to fall in love with their concepts too much. The concepts are always super interesting um, and kind of, you know, mind bending, but it, they never get so hung up on the concept that they forget to develop characters or make you care. <laughs> mm. Um so Synchronic was excellent in that regard. And that reminded me to recommend, if I haven't before, um, the movie they did before that called The Endless, which I think is available on a couple streaming services right now. Um, the Endless is one of the most bizarre and interesting movies I've seen in forever. It, it's, um, again, can't really get into the, uh, the, the plot of it too much, but it has to do with a couple of brothers who uh, escaped from a, a death cult when they were kids. And then they get a cryptic message that, draws them back to visit one more time um and then what they what they find there was just it's one of those things they're they're it's kind of like cosmic horror but also science fiction at the same time and there are some things in there that left like i still about once a month it's been a couple of years since it came out and i still about once a month just find myself thinking about a couple of scenes if anyone uh, has seen it uh, like the prospector for example there's that scene will pop up in my head about once a month i just shiver a little bit like oh man that's <laughs> That's a lot. Um, that's 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 a good sign right there when it when it keeps coming back to you like that. Yeah, and there are definitely parts of the endless that that do that. So, uh, yeah, Benson and Moorhead, those are the directors. Uh, movies are Synchronic and The Endless. They have some earlier ones too that I've heard are really good. Haven't seen them yet. Um, and my last one on my list, just real quick, is a funny one that I found. I think it's on Netflix. It's called Time Trap. Um, it is a little just sci-fi time travel nugget of a movie. Um, which it's got a definite, it's got a, like a B movie feel to it, but uh, it's kind of, it's self-aware, but it was just fun. So if you want a little 
kind of sci-fi treat that that will stimulate your you, you know the, the thinking parts of your brain but also just be pretty easy for you to <laughs> watch without exerting too much brain power and getting too deep into it time trap was just just a lot of fun wanted to throw in a little little sci-fi cotton candy there <laughs> um Excellent. that's what i got that's what i've been enjoying so all right holly what you gonna do well, so I've been reading a lot more in the past uh, few weeks than I had been able to in quite some time. Um, so I was uh, pre-2016, I was a voracious reader to the point that I read like two to three books a week sometimes, mm-hmm. frequently. Um, <laughs> like pre-children, I read a lot more than that. But after children, you know, two to three books a week right. was kind of normal. Um, and then uh, the longer the crazy person was in office, um, the, the more my, uh, reading ability decreased. So I think I'm starting to get it back. Um, and I'm Yay. really, really nice. happy about it. Um, however, I am slowly kind of, um, working my way into it using books that are, um, easier to read books that, uh, do not have a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, generally are not, um, I'm not looking to relive the last four years or any sort of traumatic things from my childhood or anything like that right now. Just nah, nah. Right. Um, so I'm looking for candy or just beautiful or comforting. Right. Okay. So, um, so one of them that has been, this is my middle of the night. I wake up and I can't sleep and I pick up John G. Hartness's Bubba, the monster slayer series. <laughs> um, and honestly, they are so much fun. Um, so Bubba is basically your everyday Southern redneck dude. Um, he's gigantic. He likes beer and boobs and football. Um, but he also is a really good monster hunter and is also redeemed by his, uh, you know, defense of his, uh, best gay friend. Um, and also he lets his kick-ass government agent girlfriend, um, you know, take care of business as well. Some of the time without being uh, too much of a misogynist about it. Um, <laughs> and any sort of, let me, let me go ahead and disclaimer that any sort of misogyny or anything else that's, that's in here, it is absolutely recognized and acknowledged by the author that this dude is not who you want to be, but he is a character. He is an unforgettable right. character. So um, anyway, these are my wake up in the middle of the night and these read me back to sleep um, books. So they're fun. There's a ton of, of short stories. Um, he basically writes, you know, five or eight or whatever of them. And then he releases them one by one as he's writing them, but then he binds them into, um, uh, collections. And so you can, you can get them all in one. So I think I'm on the fifth collection, maybe I think that's where I am. So that should tell you that in the last few months I've gone through all of those. Um, (laughs) so, uh, another one, uh, this one actually is a little more, this one's a little more serious. Um, but, uh, Meg Ellison's, uh, short story, the pill, um, Mm -hmm. is up right now, uh, available to read free online, um, for nomination season. Uh, so it's basically a science fiction weight loss dystopia. Um, uh, people find a pill that renders them very thin and spelt over the course of just a couple of weeks, but it's horribly painful and not everyone reacts well. Um, 
it is a quick read. Again, it's a short story. Um, really well done. Um, I very, very much enjoyed that one. And then uh, the favorite thing that I have read in the last month or two um, is Zigzag Claiborne's Afro Puffs are the antennae of the universe. Am I saying that right? It's antennae. I always mispronounce that word. So anyway, um, Afro puffs are the antennae of the universe. Um, so in this one, uh, the, the crew of a spaceship called the Airy, uh, led by uh, Captain Desiree Kicho, have just successfully uh, stolen a transportation device called the Biomatic Entrain. Um, uh, they lift it from a corporation who is trying to control the world, basically. Um, and so after this, this heist area goes, you know, the airy crew goes back and, and Desiree's ready just to have some R and R and wait for hubby to come home. But of course people keep showing up to mess with her and, um, the biomatic in train develops self-awareness and wants to help humankind put some big old quotes around that air quotes around that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what I really like about, about Zigzag Claiborne, who is also known as Clarence Young, um, is he is, he is a word master. Um, so if you've ever interacted with him online or at a convention, he has, he plays with words, like they are toys and swords and, <laughs> uh, you know, a comforting hug from your mom. And, and like, he, he jumps back and forth, like he'll be poetic in this sentence and this one, he's absolutely ridiculous and everything's zany, but then there's this huge mm-hmm. insight. Um, he weaves words like, like a master. He, he really is fantastic. Um, in fact, I sometimes go to his Facebook page just to read his posts because they're, even those are so well-written that it's, it's stunning. Anyway. Um, also okay, I believe he writes everything in longhand first um, because he has, he posted something about this gorgeous pen that he had. And he actually said, I start each book with a new pen and he names them. And um, so he has this new pen that he's starting his next book with. And, and I, I love the fact that he would sit there and write them longhand out. Um, the cover art's gorgeous. Um, and he puts together an entire sign soundtrack list. So like, it's just, ah chef's kiss like the whole thing start to finish is like a production an entire production and it's gorgeous um so that was uh i'm going to order that right now uh yeah um so order (laughs) the brothers jet stream leviathan first you don't those so this is technically the sequel to that um but you don't have to read it first but you will get more out of um afro puffs if you read the brothers okay Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the what's the age limit for the for these books? Um, well, so I always hesitate to put that. So, like, I'm the worst librarian on the planet, right? Like, <laughs> I no seriously, like, um, when I was a kid, um, I read way above my age. Right. Um, I and bless them, my parents, for all the things that they worried about me seeing on TV or watching or whatever. For some reason, it was never an issue with, um, with books. And so um, I don't have a good gauge on that. I let my children read pretty much anything, but they have to be willing to discuss it with me. Right, um, right. I also let them watch most things. Now my kids are, they're, they're teenagers now, but yeah. since the time they were about 10 or so, I let them watch most things um, unless I actually thought it was going to be 
traumatic or right. unhealthy in some serious way. Um, as long as they would watch it with me and that way I could discuss stuff with them. So I'm, I always hesitate to give age things. Um, uh, it's, it is, it's an adult movie. I mean, adult movie. Let's see. That's the way I think of it. That's how well he writes actually is the whole thing is like a movie. It's like a, an entire series. Just it's, it's fantastic. Anyway. Um, I would say teenagers and up. Um, I was really asking for myself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like for, for, for my kids. Cause yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the same boat with you, with you yeah. as I, with my, you know, I, I gauge with my kids can watch them. My, my oldest is 12. And so, and he's extremely intelligent and he reads above yeah. his, I guess, quote unquote, I don't, I hate saying read reads above, Yeah, but I know what you mean. he reads, he reads good stuff and yep. he reads uh, things that are not, most children don't read. Right. Um, I would think he would be just fine. Right, right, right. I think it just sounds interesting. I think he would like something like this. Um, well, and and it, it it's a bunch of badass black women. Right, right. Um, <laughs> which I, I, I love seeing, honestly. There there aren't enough right. books featuring badass black women. Yeah, but here here, here we go, yeah. <laughs> and let's yeah. keep it going. Absolutely, and uh, I shouldn't say there aren't enough books. There are plenty of books. They don't necessarily books. get the 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 marketing push that a lot of other books get. And which if, is yeah. un, if, un, and unpleasant and unhappy if you keep listening to glitchy pancakes they're going to get that push we're going oh, yeah. to yeah. let it be known we're going <laughs> to yeah. we're going to share all the stuff that you don't know about so you can become new fans that's the magic Absolutely. of what we do we want to create new fans that is that's what we feed off of <laughs> we feed off of that Absolutely. Um, so then the the last book thing that I will recommend is not so much focused on the book side of things, but more on the art side of things. Um, there is something that that was pushed on, on Kickstarter for a while and now is on a second printing. It's called A Book of Monster Paper Dolls. Oh. Um, it oh, was okay. created by Chris Seaman. Um, he is a, an artist who, uh, he created the, the Cameo Creeps. I don't know if you guys remember those. Um, he basically took monsters and made like D&D looking type cards out of them. But then he would hand embellish and they're just beautifully done. But this this is a book of literal paper paper dolls with, you know, outfits you can put on them. But they're all monsters like they're all (laughs) just monsters. And it is so cool. Um, So I I have just gone to pre-order my my uh, my copy of that one. I actually am thinking that I should get two of them, though, so that I can actually play with one and then keep one. So. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, um, and then I would be remiss if I did not um, recommend a couple of video games that have kept um, the men in my family from hanging out or doing anything for some time now. Um, <laughs> they have all been caught up playing uh, Valheim, uh, which is an open world Viking survival game. Um, and uh, it's, it's fairly inexpensive as, you know, big games go. It's, I think, 1999 on steam um but uh yeah like literally my taxes aren't getting done because (laughs) they are they are playing that one um and then also we lucked out and managed to get a ps5 if you can believe that um and uh so they have also been replaying demon souls um, you know, which first came out in, in, uh, on, for PS3 in, in 2009. Um, and it is so well done. Like I sat down and I was watching it and the production of it, the, the graphics are freaking amazing. Um, 
you're walking, you know, through let, let's say a, a, a stone bridge or something or you know, over a stone bridge and there's like a little bit of water and you can just see the ripples and the, the reflections and it's, it is beautifully done. So. Okay. So I need to, I need to say something real quick. So uh, we, we type up our lists of things that we have here in our chat while we're um, of, of our recommendations that we're going to, we're going to tell you guys. And so I look at, I look at Ali's recommendations and I see the two games at the bottom. I was like, is that a mistype or is she reading something about it? <laughs> because Ali, I, I, I know she plays board games, but I don't know how much she plays video games, but we just found out she had a switch. So that's going to happen. <laughs> Well, when I saw them, I was like, Demon Souls. I was like, is she reading something about Demon Souls right now? Because the first thing popped my head, she's reading a book or she's found a comic about Demon Souls because she's not watching the Holy shit. Yeah. So I'm just going to say that is the coolest surprise. <laughs> if you sat down and you watched Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah. And yes, I've seen I've seen it being played. It is beautiful, oh, like you mentioned. It's gorgeous. Um, it is, it is. Absolutely. But I, yes, that I, I just wanted to share that bit of... Uh, of <laughs> Thing, a thing that happens here with us. Um, I, I forgot one more thing to add to the recommendations before yeah. we wrap up. Uh, were you done, Allie? I'm yes, sorry. Yes, I am absolutely okay. done. That was the last okay. one I had. Okay, so this last thing that I want to go over was um, it's a movie that I watched uh, recently. Uh, it's called Possessor. It's a Brandon Cronenberg uh, film. Okay. And it is about a assassin who dives into other people's brains. Ooh. And she and she commits her assassinations through that method. But it gets, it's a Cronenberg film. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets re really wild, really interesting. Again, definitely not for children. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not for children. But this, this it's a, man, it, it really speaks to different, and it just, nothing, there's nothing that you expect to happen. You can't expect anything to happen like it would happen in normal films. Mm -hmm. You can't expect normal shit to happen in this film. It's just, if you like, want to take that road <laughs> and want to get kind of wild and different, watch this movie and then find me on Twitter and tell me exactly what you think. Mm -hmm. Tell me exactly what you think, because it's it's a it's a trip, a a head trip. Interesting. That's okay. why I'm gonna check out. Yeah, yeah I think, and I think it's on Hulu right now, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. When there's that actually reminded me of one that I had forgotten to mention. So this is one. It's <laughs> not quite so much. Uh, this is one of those ones. There, okay, there is. There's a handful of movies out there that I'm find really interesting and that I was very impressed by. I maybe enjoyed a whole lot, but that I don't usually recommend to people because they're just bizarre or disturbing in some way. Same. <laughs> I watched, I finally got around to watching the movie Mandy. Oh yeah. Nicholas Cage and Mandy. What? I heard about this one. Oh my God. That is, is it, like, I'm not, because right now we're, we're mostly recommending stuff. That's like fun, gets you through the hard times type of stuff. So I want to be clear. I am not recommending that anyone <laughs> go watch. Now everybody's gonna watch it and blame you because I'm gonna watch right. it. Yeah, <laughs> it is, uh, the best description of it I've seen is that it's like it's like a death metal album cover come to life. Oh, what? Wow. Um, it is That's... absolutely bizarre. It's no. one of my favorite Nicolas Cage performances ever. It is just a weird ass acid trip of horror and yeah. strangeness. It is. It's beautiful and it's it's really interestingly done. I think it's it's a great movie. 
but you gotta definitely be in the right headspace for that one. Right. So um, if you are and want a, an absolutely bizarre and strange horror film, Mandy is excellent. If you're not looking for that, don't watch it right now. Yeah, same with Possessor. Same. If you're not looking for that, I need to go fully Cooley, Dead Leaves, uh, somewhere else on, on, on Mars. And everybody who knows me and got those references, cool. <laughs> if you want to go there, then yeah, those movies, I got to watch, man. I haven't seen that. But Possessor, if it's in the same wavelength, yeah, you're going to have to be in the right place in your mind to watch that film and then after you watch it you're, you're gonna want to fucking talk to somebody about it Finally. probably your therapist if judging by the cover <laughs> art for this that i just looked up for, so, for, yeah. for mandy or possessor or possessor fucking for sure Woo, <laughs> I, I mean it but but when you watch it when you watch it though you're gonna be like oh oh <laughs> what did you wow. do rob <laughs> Like you're gonna want to write something about it. That's how mm-hmm. crazy it is. You're gonna, you, I gotta get on social media and I have to tell somebody about this fucking movie. It's like, of it's like an infection. Well, that's that's going on my list, but it is definitely it's gonna wait till. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna say screw it, I'll watch it tonight, nope. and he's gonna call me at two in the morning, going. So I was thinking about this, man. I don't know what happened here. What do you think happened here? I saw what happened with my own eyes. <laughs> But I just don't know what happened here. So Tell we me, may, we may or may not put those uh, put those last two. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not going to write them down. They're just yeah. if you listen, you get the bonus. <laughs> right. <laughs> mostly everything we're we're putting out there for stuff to looking for you know things to to keep you happy and get you through the tough time right. stuff we've recommended mm-hmm. up till those last two. Well, and, and it's not like those last that. two won't for some people. You know, it's that's like, true. You know, it, we we're going to definitely have to do a show where we find the the kind of outskirts of the fandoms that we are in, mm-hmm. like that wild place, and put them all in one spot and do just this. We recommend this, but we don't. Right. <laughs> well, we, have, we may have some, uh, you know, not not to spoil anything, but we may have some uh, some horror content coming up before too long. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we've got. Uh, yeah. We do have, you know, we're on this uh, bi-weekly schedule right now, so that that is uh, enabling us to um, schedule some really cool stuff. We've got some yeah. some guests coming up soon that y'all are really going to like to hear from. Um, very cool stuff. So won't won't spoil it yet, but it's coming soon. Um, look for some really cool guest episodes in the very near future. Yep. Um, so comically, Rob, now that you said that about the possessor, um, last night I had a, a, so I have these really weird dreams and I don't know what's going on with my brain, but last <laughs> night it was a body jumping demon type thing. So like a la fallen from way back when, from the right. late nineties, I guess. Um, and yeah, yeah. So this is like right up, right up that alley. I need to not watch that. So there you go. I, I think, I think if you do, you'll get where it's going. Mm-hmm. And because it's all, you'll get where it's going and it's, it's going to take you to a science place because mm-hmm. it's like sci-fi kind of, oh man, <laughs> it'll, it'll take you to a place where it's like, it'll take you to that, um, that dark city place, Yep. you know, okay. it'll take you there and you're just like, oh, this is cool. But then you're like, what the fuck? I mean, you seriously will go through so many emotions watching that movie. God, I'm, I'm going to make people Excellent. hate me 
for life. No, you you have disclaimered very well. <laughs> yeah, you made it clear what we're yeah. if, if I go watch it now, then it's on me. You're yeah, looking for cozy good. happy. We gave you some stuff. You're looking for the opposite of cozy happy. We gave you some of that too. <laughs> You're looking for that death metal. We got it, man. We got it. We got it. We sell it in packs. We sell it in milli equivalents. We're we're the apothecary for your uh visual death metal. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And also, it's visual Nick- death. Mary, death metal apothecary, apothecary. is now that's my. Yeah, that's that's a good band name. That's right a there. band name. death metal apothecary. It's it's accurate too. Plus, yes. there's uh, in the case of Mandy, there's one of Nick Cage's most just batshit performances. Like the more, which really says something. <laughs> it does because not the the bees. They're stinging. Wasn't that? That wasn't it. Oh, no, that's a classic, though. The bees thing from the Wicker yeah. Man. That is just that's oh, a, no. that is a classic movie for me. Both, <laughs> both Wicker Man. All right. Well, oh. Wicker Man. I don't have any uh, recommendations for anybody. Um, <laughs> at least not ones that are going to help anyone. Help anybody. We're going to give you the recommendations towards the end. This was a real journey for us. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> it was a journey really. for us. Sometimes you end up in a different place than you thought you would. When you- mm-hmm. I'm happy in the place that I'm in right now, though, so we're good. Yeah. I hope everybody else is. I hope everybody enjoyed. Um, we enjoyed actually having you and being able to spend time with you as well. Yes. And we do want to hear uh, your recommendations too. Stuff you've been liking. Give us stuff to check yes. out. And give us ideas for uh, we're planning out our our year of episodes and guests and stuff like that. So we still love to hear from you on social media or via um, email, cakespod at gmail.com. Um, if you have any thoughts or suggestions, questions, people you want to hear from, topics you want to hear us discuss, um, or combinations of those. If you want to hear a certain person talk about a certain thing, then uh, we can know try and make that happen so send us your thoughts um and if you want to find me on twitter i am at jesse underscore a underscore adams and that's mostly where you can find me so uh what about you ali uh you can find me on any social media platform at ali 911 um i'm on facebook probably more than anywhere else sadly um (laughs) but uh also on twitter and very definitely on Instagram lately. So, cool. okay. yeah, it's pretty. What's your up? You can uh, uh, send all of your complaints about Possessor to me at on Twitter. Uh, it's <laughs> EI Blackout. That's I A I B L A C K O U T. And you can be as gentle as you want. You can try to give me the boots medium style. I put this bug in your ear. And, uh, and and we'll deal with it together, or we'll find you a good therapist in your area. There you go. Yeah, we'll put you on to some better help. Which uh, you know <laughs> they want to sponsor us too. Yes. Um, but uh, <laughs> any therapist uh, wants to sponsor us. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll we'll, we'll fill the we'll fill the apartment books books right there. <laughs> and you can uh, always download the episodes at glitchypancakes.com uh, yes. play them from there or on your favorite podcast apps if you do uh, like what do you if you like listening to us then uh, we'd really appreciate it if uh, you'd go on your whatever podcast apps you use and just leave us a quick review um, those ratings and reviews will put us in front of more people so yes. uh, we appreciate you listening and reviewing sending us your suggestions all that stuff we love talking to you and we will catch you on the next one Good night, everyone. Bye, guys. Take it easy.